You're listening to a premium preview episode of FluxPod. My name is Matthew Perpetua. This is a little bit of an episode that's going out over the full Patreon exclusive uh, feed. It features the writer and entrepreneur Caitlin White. And uh, we talked for quite a bit. In fact, I, so much that I split it into two episodes. The first one is uh, out over the premium. And in that one, we just, uh, just in the first part alone, we got through Ariana Grande, Adele, Taylor Swift, Bob Dylan, Did Jesus and Mary Chain, Dua Lipa, Phoebe Bridgers, Got My Voices, Fiona Apple, Rihanna, SZA, Injured Andrus, Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, Lee Bryce. This part they're going to hear is from that chunk about uh, country music. Uh, Caitlin is a very big country music fan. And uh, we start by talking about uh, her love of Ingrid Andrus. If you want to hear the full episode, if you want to hear all the full episodes, patreon.com slash fluxblog, $5 a month. You know what to do. Uh, full episodes, uh, free episodes go up on Wednesdays. You can always get those. All right, let's get to it. Caitlin White. Well, it's the same thing as like funk, like funk as a whole not doing well but then thundercat doing well like it's like one one artist almost supersedes the uncoolness of the genre by being cool yeah i mean i think that there's this this hap- this is like a, a thing that happens over and over again too where you know a, when you look at like something like this like a big genre and it's hard for people to jump in and they just like hey can you just give me like one or two things and that'll that'll just be all of it for me right. And this happens with R&B a lot. I mean, I think it used to happen a lot with rap, and then rap just kind of became the dominant thing. But country music, absolutely, this. Happens. I don't like country music, but I like Casey Musgraves and Sturgill Simpson. Okay, cool. Right. So basic. It's I, that really annoys me. So yeah, so you're a big country music fan. What uh, are you interested in right now? Uh, what, like what's the things that have come out recently or things that are coming out soon? Yeah, Ingrid Andress, it to me is like the most interesting thing that's happening in country period. Like she is a young songwriter, um, grew up in Colorado and moved to Nashville just to be a songwriter and then sort of had the same trajectory as a lot of our stars now like Casey had the same like oh I'm just going to songwrite for other people and then eventually became a solo artist and she's actually signed to Atlantic so she has a lot more um, I would say industry attention and support behind her than a lot of a lot of country artists end up just being siloed on like the the Nashville outpost of major label or something like that but um yeah, she had the biggest streaming debut of any female country artist of all time, which I interviewed her last year and she was joking that it was because everyone was stuck at home. And I was like, well, no, because look how many albums came out this month that no one streamed. Um, so what was her break? What was her breakout song? Um, it's called More Hearts Than Mine. And it's basically a song that's telling a boyfriend who's about to come home with her and meet her family. Like, here's how you can break my heart and that's fine, but here's how it will break the hearts of like my mom and dad. And like, here's, here's what, here's how many people are impacted by your relationship with me. So it's a very interesting song. I can't wait to show you where I grew up. Walk you around the foothills of my town. Probably feel like you've been there before. After hearing all the 
telling you for six months now We'll probably have to sleep in separate bedrooms Pack a shirt for church because we'll You can break my heart and that's fine, but here's how it will break the hearts of like my mom and dad. And like, here's, here's what, here's how many people are impacted by your relationship with me. So it's a very interesting song. I haven't heard a lot of songs like that. If you would ever hear a song like that, it would probably be in country, but I thought it was like a really compelling way to talk about relationships that you don't often hear in a song. Of course you experience that in your life, but um, it did really well. And then they did a, another version of it that like little big town hopped on. So that was like a huge cosign for her from like the, you know, the established country music community. And then um, she was nominated for several Grammys, including Best New Artists. And it's pretty rare for a country musician to be in that mix. So that's a big look for her. I think she will win, you know, one or two, at least one or two Grammys. I don't know if she'll get Best New Artist because that category is packed this year, but uh, Who else is up for it this year? Um, let's see, Chica. I feel like there was like some. Do you know Chica? Mm, only a little. Like a really good uh, female rapper. Um, yeah. Who I think is also on Atlantic or on a Warner label. Um, I think uh, Megan is in there. Like I feel like with Megan, oh, Cyrus is in there. Yeah, Megan's in there. Oh, Doja Cat's in there. You know who's in there? Phoebe. Phoebe Bridgers is in there. And um, Yeah. So that is pretty stacked. Any of those I could see the argument for, though I, I think it's hard to not give it to Megan. Yeah. I guess like the, the big country release that's on the immediate horizon is the Morgan Wallen double record. Are, what, how do you feel about him? I actually, I like him okay. You know, what's funny is he covered... Um, He's very bro country. He's very Florida Georgia line, which, you know, I actually like, but he covered the best, one of the best Jason Isbell songs, cover me up. So that was actually interesting to me because I'm like, okay, so you like these deeper sort of folksy songs. That's interesting. And I actually met him. I saw him play at the Greek and there was some sort of meet and greet, you know, he was very nice, but he was doing a bunch of maskless stuff and just kind of being an (laughs) idiot about that stuff. And it really, at this point, it's really impacting my opinion of artists when they're not taking the pandemic seriously. I think, you know, as role models and as people that control whether or not crowds sort of gather or decide to gather, it's just so, oh, so irresponsible. Yeah. So and, I lost And pretty famously, time. like he was bumped from SNL, but then they just had him on anyway. Yeah, he, ha- he has a lot of industry support. So I don't know. It's, it's you don't really see men like that being held accountable for their actions very often. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I, it'll probably be a good record, but for me, I'm not really a fan anymore. 
that really did impact my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of agnostic, but I really like that one single from last year, seven summers, which so good. Yeah. It's so good. And it has a real like uh like late seventies light FM quality to totally. it. Totally. Even more than being a country song, it just feels like something that I would have like that would have been still on the radio like when I was a little kid. Yeah. lot of good songs and he he actually worked on a song with diplo did you know that yes i did yeah (laughs) so i like that he's he can go from jason isbell to diplo i love artists like that you know i i think it's a smart way of positioning yourself yourself especially when you're pigeonholed into something like country which can be very insular so i think he knows what he's doing well, it, I think he has, like, even though, like, you can kind of, like, put him in with bro country, I think that he's done a good job of making himself not just bro country. Yeah. Whereas, like, a Luke Bryan, he's, like, the standard bear for the thing. It would be so hard for him to swerve out of that lane. Right. But, I mean, he kind of invented bro country. That, like, didn't exist yeah. while he was coming up. So, I guess it's so hard. So, it's, like, him, Florida, Georgia Line, and, like, who are the other big ones? I'm trying to, I'm blanking. Luke Combs. Luke yeah, Combs yeah, put out a record last year that was really, really good. Um, let me make sure I get the name right. What you see ain't always what you get. It ain't. Luke Combs. And the, the first song on that album, which is a song I love, Beer Never Broke My Heart. I mean, I really like that really just like <laughs> that uh, Luke Bryan song about margaritas. It's just, that's just a fun song. It's, it is just gloriously dumb. I just really like it a lot. Well, I mean, you want to be gloriously dumb when you're drinking one margarita, two margarita, three margarita, four. That's the point, right? I've done a shot.
to say Hey senorita, don't you think we need a soft and a buffet song? One margarita, two margarita, three margarita will be gone up by the uh, floating docks floating docks there was a great discussion yeah. of that song on time crisis by the way yeah that was actually my introduction to that song there i was like go. nope this song this song goes i really like this one a lot <laughs> it's really interesting to hear those guys because they do the top five it's interesting to hear when when country is on there and how they approach it well i mean that particular episode they just as a change of pace did an all country top five yeah and that was that was amazing because you could really see like both uh ezra and Jake just be like out of their element in a very interesting way. Yeah. I remember they were, they were discussing a song by Jason Aldean and they like kind of couldn't figure out what was going on. And I wished I could have told them, you know, the backstory of what, well, he very publicly cheated on his wife and then he got with the mistress and now they have a baby. So actually all those layers are going into the song. It's just funny when people don't have like for any country <laughs> listener, it's like, Oh duh. It's cause of he, it's cause he cheated on his wife, but like they just didn't know that. <laughs> What, was that the song that had like the really evocative line about like being like nervously peeling the uh, label off the beer bottle? Oh no, I think that was a different one. That that was a good discussion <laughs> though. But no, the- yeah, but I I love that lyric. That I mean, because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, that is something I have done. That oh, I do it all the time. Done, I've witnessed, and I've never heard that mentioned in a song or anything at all like on tv or anything it was something like the kind of girl that would would, um peel the bottle off a label or it it was yeah it was used to like define someone and i was like oh well isn't that more just if you're comfortable at the bar or not not really like a defining character of yourself are you one of them girls that peels off the butterline label just might run the pool table roll your eyes if i call you an angel ain't you one of them girls ask you to dance you say no just to see how far i'll go your song comes on and your eyes close that's when i know yeah you got your heart on lockdown. Got a wall I gotta knock down. Kinda wanna do a shot now. Come on now. You one of them girls that ain't trying to meet nobody. I think it's just, yeah, I don't know, like reading into it, that's your mileage will vary, but just that, just the very fact of it, I think is interesting. And it's something that it's, I feel like that's always like one of those things where it's like when people can find something that, people will recognize from life, but for some reason just hasn't really come up in anything. Yeah. But uh, Caitlin, how can people find you? Um, I'm on Twitter, Harmonicate, and then cinnamon is cnmnmag.com if you want to check it out.